Welcome to the new episode of WEC Connects. My name is Claudia Belloso Shali, the Student Services Manager at Washington English Center. And today we have a special guest who is deeply involved in the field of education and community empowerment. Joining us is Chelsea Christensen, the Director of Partnerships and Engagement at My School DC, a common application in public school lottery that serves over 200 public schools in Washington DC. Chelsea is a true connector with a passion for community, equity, and education. Before her role at My School DC, she dedicated 15 years to the nonprofit arts sector. As a mother of two and a proud DC resident, she brings a unique perspective to the table. In this episode, we aim to shed light on My School DC, its mission, and the impact it has on families navigating the educational landscape in the nation's capital. Chelsea will help us explore the intricacies of the application process, age cutoffs, high school selections, and more. Thank you, Chelsea, for being with us today. Can you provide an overview of what My School DC is, what inspired its creation, and how it simplifies the school selection process for families in Washington DC? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me today, Claudia. It's Thanks a pleasure to be in. here. We're glad to have you. <laughs> so My School DC is the common application in public school lottery for all DC public schools and majority of the public charter schools serving pre-K 3 to grade 12 here in the district. So before My School DC existed, which is now just hit its 10th year in oh, existence. Yeah. Um, before the common lottery existed, schools had different deadlines, different rules, different policies. Mm -hmm. So My School DC came into existence to ensure um, it was a streamlined, more equitable process mm -hmm. for families here in the district and continues to do that to this day. Nice. And uh, could you explain how the My School application works? Absolutely. So our application opens for the 24-25 school year on December 11th. At that time, families can create their account um, on our website. We do have an online application only. Once they create that account, they can create applications for every student in their family. Um, very simple steps as a part of the application. First, they need to provide their students information, then guardian information, all their school selections, and finally they'll rank their schools in order of true preference. Final step is to submit the application. We have a few families that sometimes forget that step. So an important <laughs> last step is submitting. Make sure you get that confirmation once you complete your application. Um, the application is available in English and Spanish online. And then we okay. do have instructional guides in Amharic, Vietnamese, Chinese, and French as well on our website. Nice. We also have an incredible hotline team. Um, four full-time staff, bilingual. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So if families have any questions or any concerns, they need help starting or completing their application, mm -hmm. they can give them a call at 202-888-6336, um, and they can guide them through the process as well. Nice. Very nice. And how many schools can a student apply to uh, through the My School DC application? And can you provide some insights into how the ranking of school preferences affects the selection process? Sure, absolutely. Um, so students can apply to up to 12 schools citywide. Mm -hmm. And ranking is incredibly important. Our algorithm is built to try to match you with the school you prefer most. Um, so always, 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 everyone's asking me, what can we do to game the system? There is no gaming the system. The algorithm wants to match you with the school you like most. Students can only be matched with up to one school, and they will only be waitlisted at the schools they ranked above where they're matched. Again, because the algorithm assumes you ranked those schools in order of true preference. Okay. Um, so very important for families to ensure they're ranking their schools in the order they most prefer when they're mm -hmm. completing their application. 
So I guess, I mean, well, I'm just thinking of something that just came to my mind. I'm also from D.C., born yeah. and raised, school system, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, does it matter the location? Because you said it, they can choose whatever school they are interested in. So now it doesn't matter where they live. Um, like, I would not say know. it doesn't matter, but you can choose schools citywide to apply to. Mm-hmm. What does matter is perhaps some preferences that you might um, be eligible for because of your location. Mm-hmm. Right. So DCPS specifically, if you're in K through 12, you have a guaranteed seat at your in-boundary school. Mm-hmm. However, pre-K three and pre-K four are not compulsory grades, so they also have an in-boundary preference for mm-hmm. students who are in-boundary for that school, but perhaps right. applying for pre-K three, pre-K four. Okay, so there's no boundaries for middle school, elementary school, or high school? So DCPS does have boundaries for all of those schools. And in fact, our school finder, if you're not sure what your in-boundary schools are, you can search using your address, toggle on in-boundary, and it'll show you your in-boundary elementary, middle, and high school for DCPS. There are no boundaries for charter schools specifically. Um, So those are citywide. You might live close to one and think, oh, I'm in-boundary to that. That is not true. They don't have boundaries. Um, And you would actually see on all of our school profiles, it lists Mm -hmm. the preferences. Um, that are at that school and the order in which they're applied um, by the algorithm on the on the back end as well. Okay, it's good to know. Yeah. Thank you, Chelsea, for sharing those valuable insights about my school, DC. We hope this information has been enlightening to our listeners. I'd like to remind our listeners that you can find more information about my school, DC, on their official website, myschooldc.org where you'll discover all the resources you need to navigate the public school lottery process in D.C. Stay with us, and when we return, we'll continue our conversation with Chelsea and delve even deeper into the world of education and community engagement. Washington English Center has more than 30 years of experience bringing together students from more than 100 countries. Our mission? To provide affordable English language instruction and workforce programs to adult immigrants using dedicated volunteer teachers. Registration is open for our winter term, which will begin on January 16th, 2024. We're offering in-person and online classes, one-to-one tutoring sessions, and citizenship. WEC is here to continue helping immigrants and refugees achieve their dreams and give them the best gift one can have, the freedom to speak. To register, visit us at WashingtonEnglish.org. We continue talking with Chelsea to find out more about My School DC. What are the key criteria and factors that My School DC Common Lottery uses to match students with schools? Absolutely. I know we dove a little deeper into this in the last section. Um, the algorithm is uh, designed to make matches based on three things. One is based on the available seats in a specific grade at a specific school. Um, Two is your random lottery number, which you're assigned when the lottery runs. And three are those lottery preferences that we touched on a little bit earlier. So um, if a family, again, has a sibling attending or is eligible for the equitable access preference at an equitable access specific school, Mm -hmm. they will then get that match before someone who does not have that preference. So those are kind of the three key factors that the algorithm takes into account when they're running the lottery and making Mm -hmm. the matches on the back end. Okay. And what advice do you have for parents who are considering submitting an application for their child to enter the My School DC lottery? Take a deep breath. 
it will all be fine. <laughs> I am also a DC parent. I have mm-hmm. navigated this process as well, and I know it can feel very overwhelming, but we try to make it as simple as possible. Mm-hmm. The three things families can control are the schools they select to apply to, mm-hmm. the order in which they rank those schools. Again, rank those in order of your true preference, mm-hmm. and applying by the deadlines. Um, so those are the three things that families can really control. When looking at school options, um, our School Finder is a great resource. Mm-hmm. I'll talk a little bit later about EdFest, which is coming up as well. Oh. Um, we also have our guide on the website. Um, so always you can kind of learn more about your school options that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. School Finder, you can search, again, using your address, find schools that have um, programs that you're looking for specifically or location you're looking for specifically, which is a great way to discover um, possible school options for you and your child when you're looking for those options. Um, and really just think about what are your priorities um, as a family and for your student and take that into account when you're selecting schools and ranking them in order of true preference. And don't miss the deadlines. Yes, deadlines are very important. Yes, yes. The application is not first come, first serve. It's random. But if you do not apply by the deadlines, Mm -hmm. then you head into the post lottery, which is first come, first serve, Mm -hmm. and is at the very end of anyone um, within your preference section who applied by those deadlines. So Mm -hmm. always, always, always. Even if you're just considering applying to a new school, I always recommend that families apply by the deadline. You can choose to enroll or not enroll by that May 1st deadline. but always recommend that families apply by the deadline, please. Yes. (laughs) Can you elaborate on the age cutoffs and cutoff dates that parents, you just mentioned some dates, uh, (laughs) should be aware of when applying for pre-K and pre-K-4, well, pre-K-3 and pre-K-4 programs? Sure. So September 30th is the age cutoff here in D.C. Mm -hmm. So if you have a child who will be turning three by September 30th of 2024, they are eligible for pre-K-3 in school year 24-25. So you Mm -hmm. should be doing the lottery application this Mm -hmm. season. Um, Same for four-year-olds. So if you have a a four-year-old by September 30th, they're eligible for pre-K-4. The deadline for pre-K-3 through grade 8 is March 1st. Um, The deadline for high school is a month earlier on February 1st. Um, So those are some other key dates to keep in mind. Very important dates. (laughs) Yes. Apply by the deadline. (laughs) We'll be right back and we'll continue talking with Chelsea Christensen, Director of Partnerships and Engagement at My School DC. Become a volunteer. Join Washington English Center's incredible team of volunteers to make a difference in someone else's life, as well as your own. We offer both in-person and online volunteer opportunities. You can register to volunteer on our website, WashingtonEnglish.org, to learn more. Well, those are good information to know about these dates. And kind of following up with that, how does My School DC Lottery work for families of students with disabilities? Great. So the lottery is open to all district families. Um, Any family can apply through the lottery. One thing to take into consideration is that um, if your student is matched at a school, the local education agency, the kind of umbrella education Mm -hmm. agency for that school, must enroll that student. It may not be at that school if they have another school within the LEA that can better serve that student's needs. Mm -hmm. So that's something to certainly take into account and just be aware of. We have a full page dedicated to families navigating the lottery Um, with students with disabilities, so highly recommend checking that out on our website, Mm -hmm. myschooldc.org. The DC SPED Hub is another really wonderful resource, and we'll actually be doing a training alongside them um, in January to keep your eyes eyes out for um, at that time. And then we also have information on that page about some of the 
causes outside of my school DC, including early stages with DCPS, um, as well as self-contained classrooms at DCPS, which is for students who have 20 or more hours a week of services. Mm, okay. And can you share details about the 2024-25 application and any updates or changes that families should be aware of? Sure. So no major changes. The application is pretty much the same as it's been year over year. Mm-hmm. Um, key dates, though. Application will be opening on December 11th in 2023, so that's coming right up. Yes. Um, by the time this is coming out, it'll just be a few weeks away. So yes. definitely a date to have on your calendar. But no panicking because, as you know, it is a random lottery and not first come, first serve. So there's no need to rush and fill that out on December 11th. Our deadlines, which you do need to keep in mind, um, February 1st for those who are applying for high school. So anyone looking for grades 9 through 12, that's their deadline, February 1st. And then March 1st for anyone who's applying to pre-K 3 through grade 8 for this upcoming school cycle. Um, Other key dates I mentioned earlier, uh, that enrollment deadline is the other really key date to be aware of. That is May 1st. That is the date by which families who are matched in the lottery need to enroll at their matched school in order to secure that seat. Um, If you do not enroll your student at their matched school by May 1st, schools can start making offers off their wait list at that point. So highly, highly, highly recommend uh, that families enroll at that matched school. As I mentioned earlier, you'll stay, um, you'll be waitlisted at schools you ranked above where you're matched, mm-hmm. and you'll stay on those waitlists even if you enroll at your matched school. So you'll still be able to move up and down waitlists at those schools you ranked above. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no kind of, you don't fall off any of those waitlists after right. you enroll. Oh, good. And how can families learn more about their school options? Well, in just a few days, I think this is coming out on November 30th, um, on December 2nd, we have EdFest, which is back in person for the first time since 2019. Um, December 2nd is focused on those looking for schools for pre-K 3 through grade 8. It'll be at DC Armory from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Registration is free and available on our website. Um, in addition to being able to meet your school options, we'll also have educational services, immunizations. Um, on the 2nd, we have DC Central Kitchen there with free meals for, for youth. So lots of amazing resources and a great opportunity to meet all of your school options in one place. And then the following weekend, for those who are looking for high school options, um, this is the first time we have a two-event model this year. And we'll be at Eastern High School with our um, school serving grades 9 through 12 okay. and other community resources specifically for kind of those high school, um, rising high school age, yeah. age students. So a great opportunity, again, to meet so many school options all mm-hmm. in one place, have representatives. Many schools also bring students and parents um, and just a fun way to gather together we're really thrilled to be back in person this year um, and especially thrilled to have kind of this more targeted approach with these two events Mm -hmm. um, the two event model if you can't make it to EdFest that's okay Um, you can go to our events page on our website Um, as of the time this will be live we should have all of the updated open house information for schools Um, so you can search by ward if you want to find a specific school you're looking at the open house information will also be loaded into their school profile if that's easier for you to find that information Mm -hmm. our school finder of course is a great way to put in that address find schools that are nearby to you or have programs that you're looking for specifically those are just a few of the ways folks can can find out about the school options that are available to them. Sounds well, like great events. Yeah, you should come. Very Join us. Hope events. to see you there. I, I think I've already recruited there. Sarah, so <laughs> she's she's on board for the second. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. That's very very insightful information. Good information to know as well. Um, and yeah, thank you for that. Of course. Um, thank you for having me. And just a reminder. 
in case folks have any questions of course all of this is available on our website myschooldc.org um, if this wasn't exciting enough we have some pretty fabulous videos that explain how the lottery works oh. and those are available in english spanish amharic vietnamese chinese and french and then of course our incredible hotline is always available for any questions or assistance you might need along the way so 202-888-6336 monday through friday 8 a.m to 5 p.m as we come to the end of this episode, we would like to extend our gratitude to Chelsea Christensen for joining us today and providing a comprehensive look into the remarkable work of My School DC. We've explored the common application and public school lottery process in Washington DC, and we hope that this episode has been a valuable resource for parents, educators, and anyone interested in the DC education system. Remember, you can find additional information and resources on MySchoolDC by visiting their official website at myschooldc.org. We've learned about simplifying the school selection process, age cutoffs, high school selections, and more. It's been an enlightening conversation that underscores the importance of community, equity, and education. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Your feedback helps us continue to bring you inspiring stories and valuable insights. Stay connected with us on our social media channels, and we look forward to bringing you more engaging content in the future. Until next time, keep connecting, keep learning, and keep making a difference in your community. This podcast is created by WEC, Edited by Alejandro Rizzo and produced by Sarah Davila. See you next time.